Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. This week on Talk Direction, we'll be discussing Louis becoming a prince, Zayn's controversial real music hashtag, and of course, One Direction's surprise new single, Drag Me Down. Welcome to episode 7 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. This is our 7th episode of Talk Direction. Um, This is really exciting. I'm in England, Mm -hmm. so like... This recording is like a complete mess of it. <laughs> uh, I like how, as you said it, it like cut out a little bit, so just to like prove I, the point. I hope like the recording stays fine. Like, so guys, just like you know, be okay with this. Um, <laughs> this is the best we could do. Yeah, we had to talk about like um, drag me down. So you know, any means possible. Yeah, because the hotel I'm staying at has like you have to pay for Wi-Fi, and it's really crappy Wi-Fi, and this is horrible. And also, um, it's also per device. Yeah, per device. So, like, we can't buy it for, like, a number of hours for, like, my whole family. And there's six of us. So, like, that's a lot. But it's, like, totally screwed up. But anyways, you know, I'm paying I'm paying to get this Wi-Fi so we can talk about this. Yeah. Um, not to be negative about England. England's been totally awesome. <laughs> I was in London today, and my cousin's actually um, going to school here. So, um, or just for the year. And uh, we got to see him, and, like, we saw the London Eye and Big Ben, and I've been taking, like, a million photos, and it's just been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the downside is I don't have, um, like, any way to access information while I'm here unless, like, we're in somewhere that has Wi-Fi that I'm able to connect to, and that doesn't happen ever pretty much. So, What I if they very- drop the album and, like, you don't know for, like, four oh days? <laughs> that would be horrible. I was thinking, like, what if, like, someone's tweeted something and I don't know about it like blah 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 like Kara tries to text me the big stuff but I also don't get her texts like they don't come through very well so yeah. it's kind of sucky yeah um but yeah England's been awesome <laughs> um okay so there's a lot of news to talk about today um obviously the drag me down is the big thing that's the main discussion so mm-hmm. we look forward to talking about that but um there's other news that we wanted to start with yeah, so the first news that we're going to cover is that Louis is going to be hosting a Cinderella ball for a charity called Believe in Magic, and this is going to occur on August 10th, and the majority of tickets are invite only, but um, they decided to put five tables up for like auction for the public, and it's about 500 pounds per ticket, um, and the charity aims to spread a little magic to any child who is seriously or terminally ill um this includes being a princess for a day meeting their favorite celebrity publishing their own book riding in a race car all those kind of things and one day have been ambassadors for this charity for almost the whole time they've been a band so that's like really nice that they've been doing this for so many years yeah i think this is awesome and like the fact that louis hosting it yeah i hope there's like some video so we can see what it's like but he would be an awesome host i know i hope he's gonna dress up like a prince yeah, Prince Charming. Yeah. Uh, I want all the other boys to go, too. I know. Harry would be a perfect Cinderella. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. That sounds awesome, though. I'm I know. I'm really excited. And I'm, it's, like, really soon, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. I love hearing about their charity work. Mm-hmm. The next thing that went on was that Zayn officially signed on to RCA, which is a record company, um, or record label, 
And this was announced on July 29th. And he tweeted, I guess I never explained why I left. It was for this moment to be given the opportunity to show who I really am. Hashtag real music. Hashtag RCA. And then there was a picture of him smiling and signing the paperwork. And then he um, also tweeted, hashtag real me. And then he retweeted a bunch of fans who were just saying like positive things. Like, I'm happy for you. Um, real music means real meaning to him. Real because he has written and recorded it solely for what he likes. Real to, real to himself. Um, LOL. Um, and also he said, or retweeted, is this Zane's moment? He's taking off his Hannah Montana wig and now he's Miley Cyrus, um, which he liked. And also Simon Cowell. Uh, tweeted, we have been working on this for a while and I'm pleased to say congratulations to at Zayn Malik on signing with RCA Records. I believe they are a perfect label for Zayn Malik's solo career. Uh, did I say Solik? <laughs> solo career. And I'm sure whatever they release together will be special. So, what are your first thoughts on this? Okay, this was this was difficult for me mm-hmm. to swallow. And Karen and I have talked a bit, bit about this and I think we balance each other well, so it's good to have both of us on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was kind of like, all right, so now he's saying, like, the real reason he left was to make his own music. Like, you could have, you could have like, finished up with One Direction and closed in a nice way if really this was the reason you left to make your own music. Like, what does hashtag real music mean? I mean, I get that he explained, like, real to him, but, like, still, that's kind of dissing One Direction's music. And, like, I guess I never explained why I left. Well, you told us it was to be a normal 22-year-old, and now it's like, well, actually, it's not to be a normal 22-year-old, it's to be a solo artist. And I get, I get that like One Direction is going to be a lot more stressful, like with all like the hype and traveling everywhere, and he wanted to be home and do it on his own terms. And I get that that played into it, but it's also kind of like, I guess he handled it in the worst way possible. I think like he just didn't handle the whole leaving, regardless of the reasons. He didn't handle it well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I can like see your point and stuff, and like, um, I don't know. I didn't even like really see how the hashtag real music like. I don't know, I didn't, like, it didn't jump out at me as being uh, negative at first, but then I, like, I can definitely see, like, fans' opinions on that, and I, in no way, am invalidating that, because, like, you know, you know, like, you feel how you feel, and that's fine, Um, Mm -hmm. and totally valid, but, um, I don't know, I just, like, can't be angry at him, just because I would totally, absolutely rather have someone do what they want to do and be happy than be forced to um do something that they really don't want to do because like I feel like if you knew Zane was unhappy and like going out like going through the tour um being unhappy like I don't know it just would seem I don't know I'd much rather have him like leave and do something that would make him happy I don't know just like that's basically my my main point is I just want Zane to be happy and Mm -hmm. he just looks so happy oh my god how many times are we gonna say happy (laughs) um like signing those papers and like I just can't wait to see like what he's going to produce music wise because I know it's gonna be great and I know I'm gonna love it because like I know I really like his like taste in music Mm -hmm. um so that's like the only thing that like I can think of is just like I'm really happy for him um yeah I I mean I'm happy for him definitely it just leaves a like a bad taste in my mouth yeah which kind of saddens me because like I really I'm gonna want to listen to his music and I'm obviously gonna buy it and support him in that and I think it's gonna be awesome because I think he's an amazing singer Mm -hmm. but like I'm scared that it's gonna like uh put like a negative shadow on it for me I don't know though Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes but like I'm definitely happy that he's like got this and he's doing what he wants and whatever yeah um Um, yeah but yeah I know there was like different differing fan reactions which is totally fine Mm -hmm. and like um because I do think the real music thing was a little I don't know uh 
off just because like I saw one post that was going around that was like um like it's totally fine to do your own thing but like don't like diss like what got you to where you were mm-hmm. and I think that's like yeah. a very good point yeah and I think that was the whole thing with Naughty Boy like because because Naughty Boy was dissing One Direction it made One Direction fans really upset like yeah. Zane came from One Direction don't yeah. diss One Direction yeah I'm not sure if he was dissing One Direction because it seems like they're still on good terms but Oh, Zane? Yeah, I don't yeah. think Zane was doing it. I don't think he did it on purpose. Yeah, for But I sure. see how fans, like, interpreted the real music thing. Yeah. I don't know. I liked the real me, um, real me hashtag, though, because that's, yeah. like, that's nice. Yeah, but I also question, like, what do the other boys in One Direction, if they were to make, like, the music that they really would make if they were, like, a solo artist rather than in a boy band? Yeah. Like, I question what real music would mean to them as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Okay. um and also it is it's actually not rumored this is confirmed that Zayn is working with Frank Ocean's producer and Frank Ocean is an R&B artist who I really love and I'm really excited to like see like what happens with this because I love Frank Ocean's music um he still hasn't dropped his album yet and he said he was gonna drop it in July but that's that's another story um yeah I'm really excited and he the producer um posted a picture on Instagram and he said Benefits of, the, benefits of the job, my daughter gets to meet one of my coworkers, who happens to be one of her favorites. Um, what an amazing soul. Hashtag Zayn Malik. And I think that's, like, so cute that his daughter uh-huh. got to meet him. And um, I really want a Frank Ocean and Zayn collab. <laughs> that would be, like, a dream. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I just, I, like, I'm really happy that Zayn seems to be getting in with, like, the right people for his music. Yeah. You know, the people that are going to make it the best that it can be. Because, like, especially because he made such a bold move leaving One Direction, he has to come out with something that is brilliant, you know? Mm-hmm. If it flops, then that's going to look really bad. Yeah. So I just, I'm glad it seems like he's heading in the right direction. Yeah. Not One Direction, oh. but, you know, so that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, Zayn has said, like, um, that he's, like, a big fan of Frank Ocean, so it's, like, really cool. Maybe they're going to meet. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Famous people getting to meet other famous people. <laughs> okay, then we wanted to talk about some Zane Twitter drama that, I guess it wasn't really Twitter drama. I don't want to call it that. It was sort of like some racist stuff that was going on on Twitter. Yeah. Um, ben Baller, who's like this high-end jewelry company owner person, um, he tweeted... Um, the Middle Eastern dude from One Direction is here at our table, and he knows every Drake lyric. It's time for me to exit this club. Um, at Eli Webby, and then said, at Eli Webby, I've chilled with dude several times and always forget his name, LOL. I know Liam because I made him jewels. Not the, um, and then he had, like, the emojis with the man with the turban on it, and then... I don't know what the other one, I can't see the other one, but, um, yeah, that was really just racist. (laughs) Yeah. Not cool. Um, and then, uh, Zane actually replied, but then his reply, Zane deleted it, Mm -hmm. but, um, he had said at Ben Baller, people like you just born racist, eh? Confused.com as to why you're such a bad word. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I What did you think of this Ben Baller guy? Um, well, he seems like a jerk, and I'm really happy that Zane, like, called him out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess Zane deleted the 
tweet because he didn't want to like have that out there but I'm glad he called him out it's like right for Zane to call him out because that's just like why do you have to be such an idiot yeah and I also really like confused.com I think that's (laughs) such a good thing yeah confused.com yeah I saw this post I was like I'm really here for Zane like um making comebacks like a 90s like teenage um (laughs) like movie character and I'm like yes yeah it reminds me of like Lizzie McGuire or something yeah or like um clueless yeah um, okay, and then Zayn ended up um, saying um, to, like, the fans, because I think a lot of the fans started, like, um, hating on this Ben Baller guy yeah. with, like, good cause. Yeah. <laughs> not not that hating is a good thing, but, like, you know, saying, I don't know. Like, calling, calling out, his, yeah. Yeah, calling men out on his racism. And so Zayn then tweeted, is all good now. Leave him be, my lovelies. Ha, misunderstanding. That's all. And oh, my then, God, that's so cute. Like, my lovelies, that's the most adorable thing I've ever heard in my life. I know, that is really cute. Um, I don't see how it was a misunderstanding. I think it was pretty clear that it was racist, but, you know. know. Uh, And then Ben responded, Beef with Zayn Malik is squashed via DM. Relax, Directioners. It's all love. Go back to your normal lives. (laughs) Add Zayn Malik. My bad fam. Love and good luck on Solo Project. So, (laughs) I don't really know how they, like sorted it out how that sort of yeah conversation went yeah maybe he like then apologized um, i don't know (laughs) yeah um but like racism sucks and we need to talk about these things yeah and i'm glad zane called him out on it Mm -hmm. definitely um and then to finish with a really happy piece of news (laughs) not really news but i think it was worthy of saying there was lou teasdale which is one direction stylist or um like hair makeup whatever artist um, has a, a, a Snapchat that's open to the public, and there was a Snapchat of Harry on it playing with her daughter, Lux. Um, he was, like, swinging her upside down, and then there was a picture of them sitting together, and it was just really cute, and I pretty much died when I saw it. Yeah, it's honestly the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, Harry with little kids, like, just, oh my god. I, I can't handle it. I know. I, I remember it, like, so many times in a row. Yeah, I, like, couldn't watch it anymore because it was too cute, and, like, my heart was dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember, like, when I was, um, even before I was in the fandom, there was a picture of Harry and Lux, like, on a computer, and that's, like, one of the first pictures I ever saw of, like, Harry, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cute, like, I, I need to investigate more. I know, and I remember, like, the pictures of him by the pool, like, carrying her in his arms, it's just so beautiful I know. to see, like, a, I don't know, attractive guy with baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, whoa. Yeah. Um, okay, um, so we're gonna move on to our main discussion. And surprise, surprise, it's about the new single that came out, um, Drag Me Down. Uh, and it came out at, like, 6.30 a.m., and it was, like, such a surprise, and no one knew it was coming. Um, and where were you when you found out, Kara? Okay, so um, it was, like, 1.30 my time, which is Eastern Standard Time. And I was, like, having, like, a one-woman dance party around my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, to Nikki and Beyonce's song Feeling Myself and I'm pretty sure that's like what caused it like they blessed me with um, and blessed uh-huh. the world really with Drag Me Down yep. um, and when I got the text sent to my or got the tweet sent to my phone I just saw like um, check out a new single and like literally dropped to the floor because I was just so overwhelmed I was like are you kidding me and then obviously uh-huh. I like bought it straight from iTunes because like the 30 seconds wasn't enough I had to listen to the whole thing um, and yeah, so where were you, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I had 
conveniently been on the plane when it came out so like obviously my phone was in airplane mode like I didn't know anything that was going on for like an eight hour flight seven hour flight and I landed and I turned my airplane mode off and like five texts come in from Kara being like oh my god there's a single like there's a single or whatever like check it out like oh my god dying and like with all her like commentary about it and I was like oh my god why did this happen right now why why (laughs) like I wasn't here for it So, like, I'm immediately trying to get the single, like, iTunes isn't loading, it's not working, so I'm like, okay, go to Spotify, go to Spotify, like, I'm trying to, like, get Wi-Fi, trying to connect, and they don't have Wi-Fi on the runway, like, it was super annoying, and I ended up being in line at Customs, like, trying to open my Spotify, I had to download the seven-day free trial (laughs) of, like, the Get Spotify, like, whatever it is, like, so that you don't, you can pick whatever song it was, because, like, it was just shuffling all of One Direction songs, and I kept, like, skipping, and it wasn't going to drag me down, so I was like, screw this, like, getting the free trial, standing in line, literally at customs, put my headphones on, and standing there, and, like, I, I listened to the single in line, and it was just awesome, and I was so happy, but... It was a very stressful time. Yeah, and then you had to, like, control your emotions, right? Because you couldn't be, like, yeah. headbanging, like, in customs line. Exactly. That I had to be sucks. like, okay, stay calm, stay oh calm. God. Yeah, I need to just, like, but. underline how frustrating this was that this happened literally while Caitlin was on the plane. And, like, And it was, like, maybe the second hour or something that she had been on the plane. I was, like, literally calculating, like, how long does it take to go fly from, like, <laughs> New York to, um, to where are you, London? Um, yeah. So, oh, my God. Oh, and then I was like, okay. But then there's like the air traffic, and then there's like some wind, something. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, like, I I think I set up to like I set up really late because I was like too amped, and you know the song gets like your adrenaline pumping. So I was up till like five a.m. And then I, like I don't know. I thought you would have been landed by then, but apparently you hadn't no. been. So no, I just went to sleep and then woke up to like you're freaking out, and that was yeah. beautiful. But like just the fact that they did it like while you were on the plane to their homeland, except I Nile. Know. But like, what kind of disrespect? <laughs> like, are you serious? honestly like god what you should have at least waited till I was landed with wi-fi yeah but it was so weird because like who knew that was coming out like I wasn't expecting a single I know I see like you know how they were saying that um they were gonna they might sing the new single on the UK tour which is gonna happen like in fall in the fall yeah. yeah so like I'm wondering if they like they probably did know that it was coming out now and they just wanted to like divert our attention which is so genius if they actually planned on doing that or if they just I don't think they would have dropped it randomly right I don't know. Well, because they said they were releasing it slightly early. Like, I feel like, I don't know, because they're supposed to be on Good Morning America. Yeah. And they're going to be, I don't know if they're singing it there or just Yeah, doing, I think they are. They are, they are singing it on Good Morning America. Okay. Yeah, because there's, like, concert tickets that people can get. Oh, right, right, right. So, like, I don't know if they were going to release it closer to that date. Where did that, what was the date that they're going to be on? Um, the fourth. Good morning? Fourth, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so sad we can't go. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, God. I was going to try to go, but that's, like, the day after the concert that I'm going to in Boston. Brandon Flowers, yay. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. so I can't get there in time. And I'm in England, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fly back real quick, like. Yeah. Um, but, like, so I don't know. It, it was weird because Zayn signed those RCA record papers or whatever, being on a different record and announcing it. Just, like, was it one or two days before yeah. The single dropped. Yeah, so it was a couple of days. It seemed to some fans, at least, that this was sort of One Direction's, um, like, reaction to him signing something and, like, doing the hashtag real music, and then One Direction drops this awesome song. Uh, um, uh, I mean, I don't know if that's coincidental or not, 
Um, I mean, like, I don't think it's like a, what's it called? Like a drag on him or like, what's it called? It's like a diss on him. Um, I feel like um, press for Zayn or One Direction like benefits both of them. So, yeah. I mean, if they uh, dropped it because of the press Zayn is getting, I think it's probably, I mean, it might be intentional too because obviously Simon Cowell was working with Zayn um, to figure this out. So, like, they could have timed it. And it benefits them if Zayn is in the news and then, like, this comes out. Yeah. I think it's just interesting to think about like, like what, like them coming out so soon like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have just been like a complete coincidence. But yeah. yeah, I definitely think it benefits both of them. Yeah. Um, and then also I wanted to mention some like of the facts surrounding the single coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it like is now the f- number one song to go to number one on iTunes. It's like the best record for going to number one on iTunes like within the fastest time. That was a really poor explanation <laughs> Um, but I think it used to be Ariana Grande with Problem, which, like, went up to number one in 37 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and that now, was probably promo, right? That wasn't, like, just released yeah. randomly. This so. one, this one was, like, they pulled the Beyonce and just dropped it out of the blue. Yeah. Um, which, do you think that was a smart move to do? To just, like, I mean, they were, like, it? putting, like, all their, uh, their faith in the fans, but obviously the fans, like, never let them down here. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, it seems to be a smart move. Like, it, it's beaten records, so. Yeah. Um, and then also, this song, just to point out, to keep in mind, um, that it was written by Jamie Scott, John Ryan, and Julian Benetta. Um, so it wasn't written by any of the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, what did you say about Spotify? Oh, yeah, it broke the record for most streamed song on Spotify, or on Spotify in one day, and with um, they had 1.172 million uh, streams, like, in a day, which is amazing. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was one of those streams, you know, trying to get through Spotify. Oh. I, I eventually downloaded the song on my dad's phone because <laughs> he travels a lot. He has the 3G or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it. And then I downloaded it on mine. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but so with the whole them not writing the songs, how do we feel about their, like, first single not being written by any of them? Um, I'm not sure because I feel like this team does a really good job. I think they might be the same people that wrote Girl Almighty mm-hmm. <laughs> or like some of the same people. So, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I trust them. I've seen these names around a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know they worked a lot on 4, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Julian um, is like just well-known in the fandom because he interacts yeah. a lot with like fans on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I really love the song. So, it's not like because I didn't like write it, I don't love it because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good song regardless. Yeah. And then I had, like, the question of what does this mean for the album? Like, I know Liam had mentioned in the past that, like, they didn't write as much for this one. Does this, like, reflect that? Or is it just, like, one of the songs that they didn't write? Um, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm, like, interested to see how many songs they actually did write on. Because I don't, um, yeah. I'm hoping it's, like, more than, like, they implied. <laughs> Mm-hmm. same and like also the combinations of who wrote on which ones because like I know Louie and Liam have written together a lot and then like Niall went off and did one with some people Harry went off and did one with some people yeah so I'm gonna be interested to see like what the combinations of boys are writing yeah for sure um all right so when we first listened to the song like what was our first play reaction I okay guess? I actually wrote down in a 
Word doc, like just my, <laughs> my first reaction, and this is like two pages. So, but my first like <laughs> overall reaction was that this is all caps, by the way. Um, it's a summer banger, just what my soul needed, just what our tattered, bruised world slash fandom needed to heal. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my first my first reaction. It was just like an upbeat song. It's like perfect summer single. That's like what I wanted. That's what I was like saying like all those episodes ago. That okay, like three episodes ago. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it. What about you? Yeah, same. It was like because I knew Kara. Would, I I had known that before I listened to it because those are the texts I received from Kara when I landed. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, like I'm excited for this. It's gonna be like upbeat. It's gonna be like awesome. And then it really was like just hearing Harry's voice at the very beginning. I was like, yes, like this is <laughs> awesome. Yes, Harry. Yeah. Um, and it was just I don't know, like the first thing it reminded me of, and I texted this to Kara was like a Nick Jonas like. Um, slash Imagine Dragons sort of like Maroon 5, new Maroon 5 like sound. I don't know. It, it was like, it, it seemed different to me than their old music, but it was like super awesome. I don't know. Yeah, like the first song that I was like that I associated with was the Fall Out Boy song like um, man, they always have the longest song titles like um, My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark or something, you know, the, like the one with the clapping. That's no. like, oh, okay. Well, listen to it because, like, you'll, like, see the similarities. I'll probably recognize Yeah, and then Chains, like, from Nick Jonas. Yeah, I think yeah, I can yeah. definitely see that with, like, the drop and stuff. And just, like, how yeah, it's sung. Definitely. Yeah, that's what that, because, like, the drop. Oh, my God. We have to talk about the drop eventually. <laughs> yes. But, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's oh. what it reminds me of with Nick Jonas. Yeah, and also another immediate reaction thing that I have on my doc is I love that it's easy to learn, like, the lyrics, too, because then you can sing along and dance by the second time you've heard it. And I was, like, literally, like, singing along, like, while I was listening to it the first time. And I was just jumping around. And it was, like, yeah. you know, I was already having a dance party, so. Yeah. It was, it was, like, and it was so exciting having a new single, like, bring our spirits back up. I oh, was, like, yes, yes. I'm going to like this even if it's, like, horrible, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't. But it so. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, and then do we like this being, like, I mean, I think we obviously like it as a song. Do you think it was a good one to pick for the first single? Um, I think so because it clearly like brought like fans just like together and like I feel like it's an overwhelmingly liked song. Mm -hmm. Um, and unlike Steal My Girl, I feel like a lot of people it just didn't like garner the same attention and same like uh love for it. And um, I'm interested to see because I know we've talked about that the fact that the first single sometimes is like a bridge to their last album and their new album. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, if this is, like, Seth's overall tone for the album or if it just, like, it's a more transition-y song. Yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting if the whole album was more on this sort of more mature vibe. I feel like this one definitely is more mature sounding, Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, like it's, like, pop, pop rock, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, a yeah. good mix um, of, like, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It's, like, less boy bandy or whatever, mm-hmm. so I don't like categorizing that, but, like, stereotypical boy bandy and more just like bandy I guess yeah <laughs> if that makes sense bandy. it's like perfect radio material that's why yeah, I'm like really is. happy they um, really sit now because now we have like it for the entirety of August mm-hmm. I think it could do really well on the radio it seems like a song that just the general public would like whereas Steal My Girl just even One Direction's Direction fans it wasn't like ones that we love like a song that we love yeah so um I hope this does I hope this is a song that like kills it on the radio for them yeah when I like sent it to my um other friend she said within like a half an hour that can't be right maybe an hour later she said I've already heard it three times on the radio oh my god really I, yeah. I can't wait to like hear it the first time I've been like going in, in in our rental cars and like 
listening to Radio 1 and like I yes. feel so cool because I'm like oh my god I'm actually listening to this on the real radio oh, not just like so on cool. the computer oh I know god. I want to I want to like wake up early and get in the car and listen to Nick Grimshaw on the radio because that would just be so cool for me is that like 5 a.m your time uh, probably <laughs> <laughs> but like I've listened to clips on like Tumblr but I've never listened to them live so yeah. um but yeah I haven't heard it yet on the radio but I can't wait till I do yeah I know me too so cool um Okay, and then is this what we want, like, is this what we would want the album to sound like, or would we want it to sound like, because I feel like there's the whole story of my life, like, happily strong vibe, which I know was, like, more albums ago, but there's that, like, through the dark feel as well, that's more, like, folky that I really love, but I also love this type of sound. I don't know if they're going to do, like, a mishmash, or are they going to stick to the, this more sound? What do you think? Um, I feel like because they said it was like going to be more rocky and more like Fleetwood Mac-esque, I feel like it's there's definitely going to be like a um, conglomeration, is that a word, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of like a bunch of different ki- kinds of sounds, but I think they're definitely going to stick with the more uh, like a melding of like pop and rock, which I'm excited to see because I like that. Mm-hmm. And what songs from four do you think like are similar to this one, I guess? Um... I feel like it's, like, fireproof, but, like, the older brother of fireproof. Yeah, I totally see that. <laughs> Definitely fireproof. Yeah. And, uh, like... Yeah. No, go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh. <laughs> we always do this. I was just going to say that there's, like, fire imagery in here, too, so... Oh, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that imagery stuff. Yeah. Don't yeah. you worry, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, I know No Controls may be slightly more poppy, but, like, I could see it in the No Control, like... Um, oh yeah, for sure. Syndrome, like the more like the more rocky ones from it, I guess. Yeah, I, I can know. see, and also in the set list, I think it comes after No Control, which is perfect. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? People must be so hyped at concerts, I man. I Holy can't God. imagine that the first one in Indianapolis when they performed it live, like yeah. right after No Control, everyone was already freaked out. Yeah, like, that's like crowd favorite, and then right into oh, here's the new single. How did people like, survive? Like, there must have been like know. some casualties. Like, I don't know how I would have survived. I know, and because, also. Like, Wait, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say that um, the fact that, like, the, like, all the fans knew the lyrics already and it hadn't yes. even been released 24 hours. Like, how much power do, does One Direction have? Like, that's that so, so sick. Cool. Yeah, if you haven't watched live footage of the Indianapolis concert for, for Drag Me Down, definitely do it because everyone was singing along and it was so cool. Yeah, I like, a lot of the Fireproof, uh, not Fireproof, Drag Me Down, like, fan videos that people took at concerts are getting, like, taken down, which is very interesting because I've never seen oh, that before. really? Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe um, the music video, they want it to just be, like, the only, like, maybe they're going to do, like, a lyric video and then a music video and they want the only, those to be the only ones, you know what I mean, on YouTube. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's interesting. Because I know Taylor Swift takes all the music videos down. Like, she, they, she does, I mean, all the um, crowd film videos. Oh, really? Like, small clips, but you cannot find a full one of her concert. Oh, damn. Um, but One Direction's never done that, so that's interesting for this one. Yeah, um, it is really interesting. Yeah, I and I loved them performing it live. It was so cool because, like, usually when there's a new single, it doesn't get performed live right away. Like, I know for past songs that they've added... It's been like we've heard them do it in sound check. Like it's been a while. They practice it, but like when were they practicing this one? Like in secret that we didn't know, and now like they just performed it live. Oh my god! I know, and the fact that like I feel like One Direction usually doesn't just like pull stunts like that, where it's just like completely yeah. out of left field. And the yeah. fact that like it wasn't leaked, it wasn't anything. 
Yeah. This is so cool. Great. I love, like, when it actually, like, surprises us. Like, yeah. it gives me hope that they have, like, better leakage control or yeah. don't decide to leak it or whatever. Um, the new album. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, did you want to talk about the ideal music video that we'd like to see? Oh, yeah. So, I guess I'm just, like, a visual person. And, like, whenever I hear a first song or a song for the first time, I, like, um, think of like what the music video I'd want it to be and like just like what vibes I get from it mm-hmm. um, and like the first time I heard it I was just thinking wait where's my doc what did I write um, I said I feel like it could be used in a montage scene where someone is working out like boxing and running upstairs slash bleachers to get buff and strong to become superheroes yes. get revenge and like a lot of those like s- intense circling shots you know what I mean oh my god totally um, um. so yeah I think that'd be so cool if like they did like a superhero type vibe thing yeah what was that what was that video the the vine uh, no the sexy uh <laughs> what? what what no that one that they did for one d-day what are and, you talking oh the one that liam were, dressed up as no when they were all like shirtless and working out oh oh they're like the oh yeah okay what yeah. is that song called um uh talk dirty to me yeah talk dirty to me yeah oh my sexy. god <laughs> talk dirty to me 2.0 yes um, yeah, but I could definitely see that as a music video. Something like getting stronger, like being awesome, like whatever. I don't yeah. know. I saw some like actual uh, vines that someone ed- had edited. There's two and I'm going to link them because they're so well done. And there's six seconds, but they're like literally just like an entire movie within themselves. Like there's like explosions and like car chases and like One Direction, like the shots of them from like 1D Day of like working out. And, yeah, like, I saw one of those. Yeah, and they're just so cool because I'm like, this is exactly what I want. Like Ben Winston yeah. or whoever's going to direct it, like, you know, use Get this on idea. This. And, like, yeah. have that person, like, you know, uh, help you, the Vine person. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. One Direction fans should be involved with recording. I mean, filming the music videos. Like, we know what we want. Yeah. Know? Like, remember that um, the No Control one that someone had drawn? The yeah. The Kendra W can draw or something? Yeah. Um, ugh, the cause is so amazing. I'm going to link that, too, because if you haven't seen that, it's so incredible. And I wish they had mm-hmm. actually done that, but sadly they didn't, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then cover art, what is that that you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, I just want to um, talk about it because I think it's, like, pretty cute. Um, it's sort of weird, though, because it looks like they just, like, someone took it on their cell phone and, like... Oh, the cover art for the, um, single. Yeah, the single. Yeah. But I just like it because they have, like, the little tropical leaves in the background that's, like, so trendy right now. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I wish Harry, um, Louis was looking at the camera, but yeah. Harry looked beautiful. Yeah, his little smile um, and his... Yeah, they're, so, they're all so smiley, which is nice. Yeah. And um, I think it's funny, though, because, like, only two of them are looking at the camera. I think it's Niall and Harry. Mm-hmm. And um, it just makes me think back to that time where they were saying how they needed um, to, like, bounce a ball around. Like, their crew needs to bounce oh, a ball yeah, around yeah, yeah. to, like, to get them look at the same place. But it doesn't, that doesn't even work. So <laughs> it's so funny that, like, they're literally, like, puppies. Like, you need to train them. Yep. I wonder how they decide, like, this is the picture we're going to use. Like, yes, Louis looking down at the I know, ground. I know. <laughs> like, you what? can't even, like, see his face at all. I know. Like, usually if they're looking down, you can see it a bit more than you can see his in that picture. Yeah, I know. And it's just, like, I want to see the outtakes, because if that was the one they chose. Like... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all the other ones were horrible. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but I also like that Harry's mermaid tattoo is full-on display. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Harry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just like how they just didn't even try to edit it out or anything. They just, nope. like, let it be, and I think yep. that's beautiful. It is. <laughs> okay, and then the fandom reaction to this, Drag Me Down was trending, like, forever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was like over at least over five million tweets about it, which is incredible. Wow. Um, and it, I think it was overall a really positive reaction, and everyone was freaking out and happy. I didn't see a lot of like, no, I don't like this. Which I remember with Still My Girl, it was sort of like half and half. I think yeah. when that came out. Um, but I think this one everyone really liked, and it seemed to um, definitely bring the fandom together. Yeah, and I was just like making the comparison, like. Um, it brought the fandom together in like a way that the No Control project did. It just like I saw somewhere that someone said like it breathed new life into the fandom, and I thought that was like a really nice way of putting it because I think it did. It, gave, it just like reinvigorated everyone. Yeah, um, I think that's like I feel like this is like the most united the fandom has felt since um, Zayn left. Just like yeah. overall and like in happy way, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know the No Control project was another one of those things. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That was like that was really great. But and this one's like coming from One Direction. Yeah. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's talk about we're gonna do a lyrical analysis. Um, but just like thinking about the song in general, mm-hmm. um, for for Zayn not being there, did we notice him missing from the song, or was it like how did you feel about him not being in the song? Okay, um, obviously I love Zayn and I think he's extremely talented. But when I first like listened to the song a couple times, like. Um, I didn't, like, notice there was, like, a gap or anything. Like, I listened to it. I mean, I still don't feel like I, that I there's a gap. Um, I think they did a great job of, like, just covering all parts. And um, it doesn't feel like there's something missing. Like, I think they did just a great job. And I actually had to be, like, reminded, like, um, that it was, like, their first single without Zayn. Because I was like, oh, this just like, seems so natural. It just, like, seems it seems so good either way. Yeah, I think so, too. And I know I saw this, um, someone said on Twitter, or this was a thing that people were saying, that finally there's, like, a positive of Zayn leaving, is that, like, each boy gets more solo time, which I definitely noticed. That's so true. Um, like, because Louie and Niall got a lot more in this one, and they don't necessarily always get the solos. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool to see, and I don't think I really noticed Zayn missing. I think it was just awesome, and... And, you know, Zayn was so known for doing those high notes and, like, Harry did a ton of high notes in this one and, you know, yeah. it just, like, filled in those gaps, which was cool. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so should we start with the lyrical analysis? Sure. Um, um, it's not going to be completely, like, straightforward. It's going to be a kind of messed <laughs> conversation. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Um, I just wanted to start with the title, actually, Drag Me Down. Um, I think it's really interesting that it sounds like a negative thing, like, um, out of context, like, drag me down, like, that sounds like it's gonna be a negative song about someone, like, in a relationship or something, like, or friendship, like, dragging the other person down, but Mm -hmm. then, like, you listen to it, and it's, like, upbeat, and the lyrics are so positive, and I'm just, like, I think that's so cool, I like, like, those, like, kind of dichotomies. Yeah, like, I I felt the same thing, I was, like, is this too negative of a a title, like, drag me down maybe should that should they have said like don't drag me down but then I was thinking about it and it's sort of like trying to drag me down like you go ahead drag me down and see what happens yeah I'm gonna just get right back up I'm not gonna be dragged down you can't you know yeah um so yeah I I I like the title me too um okay so the first stanza I've got and this is Harry singing Mm -hmm. um I've got fire for a heart I'm not scared of the dark You've never seen it look so easy. I got a river for a soul, and baby, you're a boat. Baby, you're my only reason. Um, what the fire for my heart? What does that mean to you? Um, well, you think like fire. You think like passionate, burning, strong. Um, I think that's like pr- pretty much like the most 
just it's like such a strong image you know just like fire for a heart like you just like have a passion like you you're just like you're thriving in life yeah I thought the same thing like Mm -hmm. like hot in love passionate yeah um, like burning you know yeah um and then I'm not scared of the dark that actually reminded me of um a Mary Lambert song yeah uh, called what is it called secrets Uh, secrets yeah where she says I'm scared of the dark and the dentist. And I know Harry's tweeted those lyrics before, but this one's now saying I'm not scared of the dark. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and I think also Riptide by Vance Joy has the same lyrics or similar Uh, lyrics. uh So that's cool too because I like that song. Um, Oh, also about the fire for heart thing. um, I saw on Tumblr uh, someone named Lil Lurie. Lurie? Um, I never know how to pronounce that. On Tumblr said... um, we're on fire now goes to maybe we're fi- you were fireproof and then I've got fire for heart. So I just think that's like very interesting. So we're on fire now is from happily. And then maybe we're fireproof is from fireproof, obviously. And then this one. Um, and I know that like, obviously the same people didn't write all of them, but I just thought that was like an interesting transition. Cause I love fire imagery anyway. Um, so, you know, if we like, like that's the only that like sad thing about One Direction not writing their own songs. Like, you know, Taylor Swift. Like, if you're analyzing lyrics, you can look back and like her imagery is like probably purposeful and like it, you can see how it evolves over time. But with One Direction, it's more so, um, it's not really like that, which is kind of sad. Yeah, um, yeah. I wish they wrote all their songs. I know. But, I mean, this is an awesome song. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I had. Did you have anything about the I'm not scared of the dark or? Um, I just thought it was, like, a really cute, like, innocent line. Like, it just sounds like such an adorable thing. Like, oh, I'm not scared of the dark. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have a fire for a heart, that must be, like, lighting up the dark, too. Yeah. Um, you have that light-dark imagery as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've never seen it look so easy. This line confused me. Me, too. <laughs> what does this mean? Okay, so the only reason, like, the only way I can make it, like, make sense to me is if, um the you is like they're talking to the audience of the song like you've never seen it look so easy because of this person is making it look so easy because like that doesn't make sense if you're saying you've never seen it look so easy talking to the person that the song's about yeah I think the audience thing makes sense but what is what is it like being in life just life Life? like how (laughs) they make life look so easy I don't know (laughs) (laughs) like is this relationship so easy being in love Mm. with this person like you've never seen this like how our relationship is so easy because like we're so chill and in love or something yeah I don't know know. it's very confusing to me yeah um and then I've got a river for a soul um soul like flowing river soul active movement never stops never ending I don't know I just thought it was like such a beautiful line and then I want to read the other line to just like couple it um I've got a river for a soul and baby your boat I think that's like like, bravo, you know? That's such, like, a great <laughs> thing. Like, I love that imagery. Mm-hmm. Man. And also, uh, this is not deep or anything, but um, whenever I... Like, I've heard, listened to the song a bunch of times, but every single time I think that the line is going to be, baby, you're a ghost. But then I realize halfway through that it's actually boat. So then I keep saying goat, and I literally cannot stop <laughs> saying goat. Baby, you're a goat. <laughs> God. No. I think I heard ghost a couple times when I was listening. Yeah, because that, be, that would be a whole different thing. Yeah, it definitely would be. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, like the imagery is beautiful. It's like sh- the whoever the person is, it's like in a boat on their soul. Like I don't know, they're somehow tied together. Um, yeah, that's cool. And then like the boat is like I don't know, which is interesting that it's not like equal ground. I don't know, like the boat needs the river. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, it's very interesting to me. Also, I like that the fact that they have both fire and water imagery in the same um, verse. I th just think that's like so cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then baby, you're my only reason. <laughs> this like, I don't know, what does this mean? Only reason to live, only reason, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I like that, but. Oh, I said, I, I liked that it was vague because it can just, it just like open-ended and just like implied that they're like the only reason for like everything. And I like that it wasn't a specific thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just worry about putting too much, uh, like too much of yourself into a person, I guess. Yeah, and that's true. it's frustrating because we um we actually recorded a "Steal My Girl" versus "Girl Almighty" um, song analysis that we were gonna make it for this episode, but um, now we're changing it to like a, a future episode. Yeah, because obviously the single came out, yeah. but there was a lot of interesting things that we said about "Steal My Girl" that. Um, about the whole putting your reliance on one person um, that sort of that I get that same feeling from this one line but I mean whatever I like the line <laughs> yeah and then also just like in general Harry opening this up what did you think of just him being at the beginning I don't know the song I just love it there's nothing else I can say but I just <laughs> yeah I thought it. he sounded so good yeah I was like yes Harry get it yeah I wish I could have like recorded my initial reaction um, yeah but I don't even, I don't even remember that much of it because I was just like so overwhelmed in a good way. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah. Okay, second um, stanza or second verse or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. Louis sings, and it's, if I didn't have you, there would be nothing left, the shell of a man who could never be his best. If I didn't have you, I'd never see the sun. You taught me how to be someone. Yeah. Um, did you want to just talk about this one, I guess? Um, so I don't really know if it's like the whole, um, like an unhealthy codependency, codependency thing, um, because like they never really talk about who they're talking about <laughs> and they never really like specifically say who they're talking about. Cause like you can say, like think that it could be about their parents. Like you taught me how to be someone, um, and like the shell of a man who could never be his best, like that kind of thing. Like you think maybe parents are like a um guardian figure mm -hmm. which I think is like really sweet um yeah. uh but also I because it oh my dog's barking um uh I yeah whole, the whole thing of like not putting I don't know relying too heavily on your significant other is another I don't know just sort of thing that I have problems with but yeah yeah yeah, I think if that's, I feel the same way. Like, if it's a parent or a family member, I feel differently because mm. I think family's one of those things that, like, you really, it, it, I mean, I would be completely lost without my family, you know? Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe you feel that way if you've been with someone for a really long time. But, like, if you're in your, like, early 20s, I don't know if you've had your, um, had a relationship where it's, like, if you didn't have this person, you literally would be nothing without them. They made you who you are. You yeah. know, I don't know. That's why it's that's interesting to like, because like the writers may be married. I don't, I don't know really yeah. much about them, but um, if they were singing to like, um, you know, a person they've been in a relationship with for a long time, like, mm -hmm. um, or like who like wrote it with them in mind. Yeah. I think that'd be different. Yeah. Like you taught me to be someone, the man. So that means they must've known them when they weren't a man yet. The shell of a man who could never, you know, it's very like, um, you grew up with this person, you became who you are, and um, at least for One Direction, I don't know if there's someone um, romantically that that's happened with, 
but yeah. I could see it being like a friend or a family member. Or yeah. Whatever. And when I first um, showed this to my friend, she said like she thought it was like them singing to each other and like an OT4 type song, which I could totally That's see because like they like grew up together, you know, they've been through so much. Yeah. Um, but then you have the whole baby lines as well. Which, that's true. So then it seems more like it's a love interest. Other. Yeah, not yeah. their parents or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I call my sister baby or like more like babe. But yeah, um, yeah I don't I don't know. It, I like to think of it being like their parents. <laughs> like, yeah. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, also, I just wanted to say that I liked the line like, um, the shell of a man who could never be his best because you know oh, you always, I love that one too yeah yeah because like you always want people like around you like whether that be like significant other like family that like me, like inspire you to be your best you know it's like so cheesy but like it's true yeah so yeah and, and I was talking about it with my sisters and it's like kind of like brings out the best in you you know yeah like exactly the, exactly who bring out the best of you yeah because um, I feel like that's like oh go ahead no you go I was just gonna say like that's why it makes it seem less codependency um just because it's like they like he like they rely on each other for um making each other the best yeah um and then I also um the the I'd never see the sun like if I didn't have you I'd never see the sun reminded me of steel girl the lines the sun doesn't shine the world doesn't turn yeah um so like that's the sun doesn't shine without whoever it is that they're talking about and steal my girl yeah Um, or the person is the sun yeah Oh, yeah, that's nice. Um, I like that one <laughs> better. Um, but, like, yeah, I saw that sun uh, comparison of, like, they, if they don't have this person or if this person's not there, like, this, there is no sun, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I just thought Louis sounded awesome yes. <laughs> in general in this. Uh, did you have anything else for this one verse? Nope. All right, so let's move on to Liam coming in on the third verse. All my life you stood by me when no one else was ever behind me. All these lights, they can't blind me. With your love, nobody can drag me down. Honestly, like, I'm headbanging right now because, like, I'm just, I like, know. I can't, like, not sing it in my head. It's so hard to read it and not sing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so all my life. Again, with the whole parents thing, it's like who's been there for their entire lives. Yeah, you know? exactly. Unless you're really old and like you've been friends with someone for a really long time or like you're in a relationship that you've been together for a lot of years, all your life right now is like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so who's been there for your whole life except like parents or maybe an old friend? Yeah. Or like a, I don't know, significant other that was like from like middle school or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, Liam met Sophia when they were really young, right? Oh, yeah. But I feel like I don't think he would be like, all my life you've supported me when no one else was there. Yeah. Because this is definitely seems like a thing where it's like no one was there like supporting me and like wanting me to go on and like music or like follow my dreams. But you were there supporting me through every single step of the way. Yeah, that definitely sounds like more of a parent or family type thing. Yeah. Um. What did you think of um, all these lights? They can't blind me. Okay. So um, I saw on Tumblr from Moonlight Tomlin Sonata, which is so cute. Um, (laughs) They said they made a comparison from Don't Let Me Go, which was the unreleased Harry demo um, that he wrote and recorded by himself. And one of the lyrics was, um, all of a sudden, these lights are blinding me. I never noticed how bright they would be. 
And I know that Harry didn't write this song, but it's just like interesting that, um, I mean, I'm sure like the lights, just like the paparazzi and just like the, like being on the red carpet and like, just like fame in general. Um, so like in two, this is, uh, don't let me go was released in 2013 or like leaked or whatever happened there. Um, and, um, it was talking about like, I guess a relationship or something, um, that, where, like, the lights were blinding him and, like, they didn't have the other person to, like, be there for them. But then now, like, you know, all these lights that can't blind me, like, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually also compared it to Taylor Swift's Welcome to New York, where she says, um, the lights are so bl- bright, but they never blind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, are the lights, like, the fame, where they're so famous, but the person's there to, like keep you like on track and staying normal mm-hmm. or like you know I thought that like all these lights for One Direction but they can't blind me I don't yeah know. I think it's always interesting to like hear famous people talk about fame and just like because um they might be talking like Taylor Swift and um One Direction probably they probably meant like the same things yeah um so I like that imagery yeah and then with your love nobody can drag me down that's so cute. Love I just love it. That yeah, I like it a lot. Um, yeah. It reminds me of, like, Strong, like, You Make Me Strong. Yeah. Um, but, like, with your love, nobody can drag me down. We got yeah. similar vibes. Yeah, same. Okay, anything else with that stanza? Um, no, I think we're good for that. Okay, and then, um, in general, Liam sounded really nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then this Niall comes in with like the all my life you stood by me again. Yeah. Um, and it goes into the chorus, um, which is nobody, nobody, nobody can drag me down. Nobody, nobody, nobody can drag me down. So what about this chorus? Um, it just makes you think of the tweet that Louis sent out that it says nobody, nobody. And then, um, with the little two uh, like music note emojis, and I think it's just so cute. Like the uh-huh. like just the image of use, of uh, Louis using emojis is just like the cutest <laughs> yeah. thing ever to me. Going to search for the music. Yeah, ones just is... like think about that. Like I remember like a couple Trolling. years ago, I um had I don't know uh just I remember tweeting about this like um when Harry like first got Instagram, I was like, how cute is the image of like Harry just like scrolling through the Instagram filters to like find <laughs> the perfect one? Like that just like so cute to me. Oh. <laughs> Uh, stars they're just like us yeah Yeah, I like and when I read that tweet I hear the music with it yeah Um, and that's the part he sings right like yeah he sings that which is awesome and then he sings Luby sings the nobody nobody and then Harry sings the nobody can drag me down yeah and so I love their voices together yeah and like Harry just killed those notes like mm-hmm. I can't even handle it especially mm-hmm. at the end but we'll get there yeah um, but like I thought I saw parallels um for the nobody nobody is like the new no control that Louis does because in no control Louis needs the chorus and then Louis is like one of the main people who sings the chorus in this song which he hasn't ever really led the chorus before no control which is awesome um that he's such a big part of the, the chorus for this song as well yeah that's so true yeah, and I think they just sound really good together. Yeah. Um, and then it's just Niall singing the I Got a Fire for a Heart, I'm Not Scared of the Dark yeah. verse again. Um, 
and then it goes into the same lines. Harry starts singing the, if I didn't have you, there would be nothing left. Um, the shell of a man who can never be his best. But in this time when they sing it, there's sort of like a call and response where Harry will say, if I didn't have you, there would be nothing left. And then the boys respond like in the background, nothing left, or they repeat it. Yeah. Um, and they do that at the end of each line. Yeah. Um, uh, which I really like the call and response type of thing. Mm. Thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Like, and the then again. I... Oh, wait. No, you go. Okay. I, I just didn't know if you like cut out or not. Um, no. Okay. I was just going to say like the first time I heard it, um, it sort of like seemed, oh, this is sort of bad, but like it sort of like seemed like kids Bobby to me. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, a oh, tiny I like bit. But, but I do like it because it like adds something different because the lyrics are pretty repetitive. So like to have uh-huh. like a little something, um, I do uh, like it, but like the first instinct was like, <laughs> like kids Bob popped into my head. But like now it's like sort of fun because like you can uh-huh. just be like, nothing left, you know? Um, yeah. It'll be a good crowd thing. Yeah, it'll definitely be a crowd thing. And also, like, I can just, like, see the boys, like, popping out behind Harry, just, like, you know, (laughs) doing their own thing, like, calling and responding. Family style. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like like the repetition. I don't know if I noticed it, like, at first. um, But I thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Their echo sort of, like, makes it seem like they're the ones that are leaning on each other a bit. Um, Yeah. I guess. I feel like I was going to say something else, but I don't remember. Um, and then we we'll go into Niall singing. Oh, I was going to ask you what you thought of the repetition in general of the song. Because like you said, it really is re- um, re- repeated a lot. Like there's a lot of repetition in the line. Well, it makes it like really catchy. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it like easy to learn. And it's yeah. just like fun to sing and just jam out to. Um, yeah. I think it's like pretty much like made for radio just because like mm-hmm. it's so... Um, just catchy and stuff and like you're not gonna I don't know you're just gonna know the lyrics like after literally one time listening to it yeah I've had like my dad is starting to sing lyrics because I've been playing it so much yeah (laughs) so definitely the repetitiveness makes it catchy Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's like um, after the chorus again there's like a breakdown I guess where Liam sings but like the music cuts out a bit and then starts to build again where he sings the all my life you stood by me when no one else was ever behind me. All these lights, they can't blind me with your love. Nobody can drag me down. And then, like, the music comes on, and it's louder, and Niall's singing again. Uh, yeah. Did you like how, like, it got quieter? Yeah, because then it just, like, makes it more intense and, like, mm-hmm. cool. And I love, like, just, like, the drop. that there's like It's, like, not, like, yeah. as intense as it, like, um, could be, but I like that because then it would be just, like, what is this? Like... Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like the whole the whole song has this sort of building feeling, especially I to say at the beginning. Like I guess we'll go over music too, but like the music really like slowly builds. It felt like it was like something big was coming. You yeah. Know? Um, and this part also, I feel that. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why maybe I felt like it would be suited for like an action film type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really. That's what it sounds like. It yeah, because it like sounds like it's like building up to be like a huge fight sequence or just like you know the hero is gonna go beat up the villain yeah um so good job liam with that yeah (laughs) um and then in this when niall sings that part again there's like some ooze in the background Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i felt pretty neutral about them i guess they were good i don't know i don't have really commentary about it yeah um do you have anything about the ooze (laughs) nope not really (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, and then we have the chorus again. 
Um, and Harry starts going, because the chorus repeats two more times at the end of the song. Yeah. Um, the nobody, nobody, and then nobody can drag me down. And yeah. Harry just, I have written down, Harold, you singing goddess, you. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> because, oh my God, he killed these notes. And in the live show, he also killed them. I like, know. Oh my God. Wow. It's just incredible. That boy can sing. Yeah. Like, I was, like, when you're trying to sing along to those notes, like, it's really freaking hard, man. Like, they're so long and just, like, so, like, they're just all over the place. But, like, like obviously, he knows how to control his voice. So, it just, like, sounds so good. And it's it's just so interesting, you know? Yeah. It's Um, just, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, people uh, counted on Zane to, like, bring the interesting, like, song dynamics and, like, interesting notes. But I think Harry is, like, covering that so well. Yeah, he really is. Like, I was blown away by him doing this. Mm-hmm. And like you can count on him to be that good during the live shows, which is awesome. It's not like it's not like you're nervous he's gonna mess it up, you know. You're like, yes, get it, Harold, get it. Yeah. Oh man, that's so. amazing. I can't wait to just see it live. I know. <laughs> we have to buy tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, that's the end of the song. And then, did you want to talk about the little thing at the end of the end of the song? <laughs> yes, I really, really do. Um, Harry giggling at the end. I thought I was going to pass out and die because it was just, (laughs) wow, amazing. I have written on my, um, first reaction sheet. Harry's giggle at the end, though. Drag me down, dot, 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 to hell. And all of this is in caps, but, um, not really showing through my monotone voice. But, yeah. Oh, man. Like, what? I just love when they add, like, the laughter to some of the songs. I think Niall's laughter was on Act My Age. Um, and I think that's so cute because it just means like they're having a good time like recording and they just like threw it in there because you know they know the fans are going to love it. Um, yeah, it was really nice. And I, I saw a debate if it was like Harry or Niall, but I heard Harry. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that was really cute. So if you haven't heard it, go listen because like at the end there's laughter, which is it's so quiet. I wanted it to be louder. I could listen to like a whole track of them laughing. Yeah, that like, should just be like their next, their sixth album to <laughs> them laughing. <laughs> And everyone would buy it. Okay. So I heard talk of like being auto-tuned. Um, I guess like because it was kind of like techno-y sounding. Did you hear auto-tune or like you had a problem with that? Um, I felt that it was a little auto-tuned, but I, I mean, they sound great live. So um, yeah, the fact that people think it's like all auto-tuned, like it's just debunked like right away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Harry Live, that was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I think it just has, like, sort of a tactile sound to it a bit. Um, that might make people think it's more auto-tuned or, like, changed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was clapping throughout some of it, and I thought that was really cool. It would be good for live shows to have the whole audience clapping along. Yeah, definitely. Like, a lot of their songs do. Um and then I know we sort of mentioned drop of the beat that happens <laughs> um, like before nobody can drag me down or it goes like, like nobody can drag me down. No, but uh, at that part, you know, yeah. um, there's like a big beat drop um, and I really like it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can wait for it and then you start dancing and yeah. jamming and like, it's just really awesome. Yeah. Um, and that part, my sister's, have been um like doing the it reminds them of trouble taylor swift songs trouble yeah where it's like it goes oh oh like trouble trouble yeah like after that i don't know it seems to fit with that type of sound i guess Mm. um 
it's definitely gonna be like really fun to just dance to I mean it already yeah. is but I yeah. can see that this is like might be my new song that I um infiltrate parties with and get them to play because mm-hmm. um, it seems really like sort of dancey clubby like it could fit yeah it definitely is really fun to dance to because like like this against like steal my girl like you can't really dance to steal my girl you can like gently sway but like you can't <laughs> yeah. like jam out you know what I mean yeah this is definitely a jam one yeah um so I think that's really awesome yeah and then do you have anything else about, like just the musical background in general um I don't think so all right so each of the boys just I think each killed it Harry getting those high notes Louis like supporting the chorus was awesome Liam doing that like um quieted down part before it like got high and intense and whatever and then Niall's solos also I think they just like really pulled through for this one yeah definitely um and then did you want to talk about Zane um Zane's reaction to the single dropping yeah okay so yesterday which was August 1st Zane tweeted proud of my boys the new single is sick big love smiley face x and um, I was in the car and like, listening to the song <laughs> while he tweeted that. And, like, I had to not scream so my mom wouldn't, like, crash the car. Um, <laughs> but I was, like, so excited. And this is, like, this is everything I ever wanted. And, like, I just feel, like, so, like, whole and at peace. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they haven't, like, um, responded to him, I don't think, yet. But I just think this is really cute. And, like, the fact that he called him my, like, called him my boys. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so that's cute. really nice. I wonder if he knew that it was going to drop or if he had heard it before or if he was like even was he still in the band when they heard this song? Oh, man. Like, had he heard it before? I don't know. Um, Now you're making me depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But good. Good for Zane acknowledging. Um, I think he that would have that was really good that he did. Yeah, I'm really happy. I I was actually not expecting that at all. Like, I was completely shocked. Like, I was not thinking that he would do that. Yeah, I didn't even think about it, but I'm like I'm happy yeah I just can't go over my boys like that's so adorable yeah that is nice. and also uh, I just wanted to mention that like every news like like not every but like most of the, of the news outlets are framing this single as like One Direction's first Zane-less single or like One Direction's first single without Zane um which um I guess is like to be expected because then it's like more clicks for them um yeah but I mean I think that it's like to be honest like good press for both of them because then it gets Zayn's name out there and also people are more in, like interested to like hear the single like just not mm-hmm. even like One Direction fans they're just like oh like let me see how they sound now yeah um that's yeah it's interesting I think it's a big click type thing get more clicks yeah um and then just in general the song was awesome yeah like, <laughs> I'm just so happy it came out do we want to do like a rating I know Taylor Talk, which is a Taylor Swift podcast, always rates um, the songs that they analyze out of 13 because Taylor Swift's, like, lucky number's 13. So do we want to rank this out of 10 just regular? Maybe we just rank it out of 10 for this one, and then we come up with, yeah. like, a fun number for another one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what did you give this out of 10? Oh, my God. I'm so bad at rating things. Um, Me too. I want to say, like, oh, God. <laughs> I know I just can't give it a 10 because that's just, like, too... Uh, but it's so good. I know. I want to give it like a 9.7. Uh-huh. 9.8. <laughs> yeah, 9. maybe. Because like 10. I think about what songs would be 10 for me. Like yeah. Like Almighty would be a 10. 
Yeah. Is this on point, like on par with Girl Almighty? I don't know. It's still pretty good. Maybe like a 9, 9.5. I feel like all of them are going to end up really high. Yeah, because like then you just have to think of the backstory for it and just like the fact that it brought the fandom all together. And then you have to give it a 10 because that's like great. And yeah. You know, like I just, how can I not give like this a 10, you know? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just too good. Yeah. Okay, We're not very so, critical graders. <laughs> no. One Direction does anything. We're like, yes, get it. Yeah. They release, um, a, like, a soundtrack of them laughing where it's, like, <laughs> purchases, like, every single, like, available edition. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm so happy we got to talk about this single. I know. Um, I'm so excited for more music coming out and doing more of these song analyses. Um, yeah. It's, like, so fun that, like, we have just, like, this to look back on and, and just, like, it, like it's a like, a capture of just, like, how we felt at the time and just, like, mm-hmm. our excitement and stuff. And I'm, like, really yeah. happy that we started this podcast. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and it was, like, now really... Now we can have... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say it was, like, really, really cool to, like, have people, like, say, like, oh, they're excited to, like, hear our opinions on um, the single and, like, tweeting us, like, asking what we thought and, like, just, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, that was so exciting for us. Like, oh, man. Yeah. We're uh, like, oh, my God, our opinions are something people actually want to hear. I know. Wow. No way. Who would have thought the day of the You know, people would actually want to hear us talk about One Direction yes. as opposed to our families who are, like, shut up already. <laughs> and my friends who I bombard with, like, links and videos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, definitely, like, we want to hear your thoughts, too. So, write into us about everything we've discussed and your thoughts on the single and everything because it's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. I think the question of the week um, is going to be, um, where were you when you heard the album was, um, or not the album, the song, like, mm-hmm. for the first time? Because I think that would be, like, a cool thing. To yeah. Hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Just like the where were you when <laughs> when Zane left the band. Yeah, this is so much more positive. So you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. Speaking of feedback, let's get into some feedback that we got from yeah. the last episode. So on Twitter at Zooey Tark or is it Zooey Stark? Zooey Stark. Zooey Zooey Stark. <laughs> Zooey Tark. <laughs> hey, um, or Skate Tough said um at talk direction uh and this was in reference to um just our podcast in general and then us talking about like favorite ot5 moments um so she said at talk direction it's the kind of conversations my sisters and i have we've been directioners for four years um so that was like about our podcast and yeah, i thought that i was really so love that comment yeah, because, like, I know what it's like to talk to my sisters, and, like, I feel like Karen and I definitely have that vibe going when we talk about this. Like, you can just, like, flow and, like, go, and they understand what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes, like, we don't really explain ourselves because we just, like, understand what the other person's saying. Yeah, I'm like, I get you, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was nice. And then she also said, um, I was at the On the Road Again Minneapolis show where I'm from, and Shirtless Liam happened best day ever. Yes. Um, Wow, I'm so happy you got to be there for that. That sounds like an awesome experience. I know. <laughs> I'm gelling hard over here. Yeah, definitely same. Um, do you want to read the Tumblr ones? Sure. Okay, so um, from Tumblr, or Harry says, um, Hey, I just finished episode six. Thanks for reading my answer. It was really cool to hear. As a suggestion, I think that doing an inside fandom jokes thing would be cool. And one day you should talk about the boys' different fashion choices slash style. And I think we brought up doing an inside fandom inside jokes thing like last mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, we're definitely going to do that because we also got an anonymous um, asking us to do that. And I think that's going to be like a really cool episode. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys have any like that you want to share with us, definitely like link us or like 
writing in on Tumblr or Twitter or something because we're definitely going to need like help. Um, yeah. To like you know, list you guys all are the fans, and it's about us and yeah. you and yay. Yeah, and also we're definitely going to do a um, boys' fashion choices like episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely. was like on our list of things to do. So that's cool that you yep. mentioned that. Yeah, because we love fashion. So yeah. Okay, so then um, for responses to last week's question of the week, which was what is your favorite OT five moment. Um, we got a response on Tumblr from Sarah Marie 67 and they said, still loving your podcast. My favorite OT5 moment was when the boys were on X Factor, I think, and Louis fell in front of the paparazzi and all the other boys failed to keep him from being embarrassed. It was just really adorable, especially because you can see Harry pushing Liam to make him fall. <laughs> also, thank you so much for the hair compliment that totally made my day. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about drag me down. Smiley face emoji. Um, <laughs> like my favorite emoji that like really smiley one yeah that's really cute <laughs> um so good choice there but uh yeah that I remember I don't think I knew about that moment until like quite recently I saw about them all falling because Louie had fell and I think that's like the cutest thing ever I know it's like the definition of OT5 yeah seriously like supporting each other being there and embarrassing each other together and <laughs> Harry pushing Liam down that's so funny yes. And it's, like, so interesting because, like, Liam was, like, more conservative back in the day and, like, more, Uh um, he probably wouldn't have done that, like, if Harry didn't make him, but, and now, like, Liam would be the one to, like, push Louis down, like. (laughs) Yeah, that goes back to the, um, drag me down, how them making them to be the men they are today, I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Because Liam definitely was not, like, happy when they, like, I think they all grew up together in a way. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, and then Real Puppy Liam uh, from Tumblr said, Fave OT5 moment is from the La What interview. Yeah, that was a <laughs> when... the French one that we were talking about last week. Oh, yeah, okay. Interview when they did their favorite dance. Um, what was the dance that they did? <laughs> okay, I watched this, like, today um, because I wanted to, like, remember it and it was so cute it was like the one that like oh my god I don't know why I just started doing it and then realized that you can't see me it's like okay you'll just have to watch it because it's like this whole choreographed thing and it's literally like 30 seconds long and they all know oh, it I definitely remember that yeah and it's so cute like I Aww. like watching the interview back it's like the cutest thing I've ever heard and the fact that they like when they sang the French uh fr- French the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like the um the theme music um, they actually had like harmonies going and like oh man oh it was just, like so, so they great. like sat there practicing that dance and practicing those harmonies together I know oh like, my god and like who like choreographed that dance like that's just so I cute know. I could see Louie like directing it mm-hmm. okay that's what Liam, I was you do this Sarah you do this yeah it was so cute because they knew like what side they were supposed to be on oh. and then oh man it was just so cute beautiful beautiful yeah definitely thanks for writing that in because then it made me like go watch it and like I'm just so happy <laughs> Yeah, that interview was golden. Definitely. Okay, so now we're going to move on to Tweet of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, my tweet was from Harry's mom, Anne Twist. Um, and this was her response to Harry linking the um, Drag Me Down single, the iTunes link to it. And she said, um, for all your life, kissy emoji. Um, and then retweeted Harry's, what he had linked. Um, and it, that it was weird because I had already texted Kara saying like, is this song about like their parents supporting them? And then you had, um, Harry's mom saying like, I've been supporting you for all your life. Yeah. Um, so that was really cute. I know. Oh, God, I love them on Twitter. I love Anne. 
she's the best. She's such a great mom. Like I know we talk about her all the time. <laughs> we're like, how did you raise your children so well? Like, I know. You're just so great. I know. Um, so my tweet of the week, I actually have two because I couldn't choose. So I'm breaking the rules a little bit. Um, my first one was that Zayn tweeted a picture of an alien that he drew, and I just really love it. And I like <laughs> when he um, shares his artwork with us. And mm-hmm. um, aliens are one of my favorite things to draw, and I draw them all the time. So I just want to like hang out with Zayn and like draw some aliens with him. Um, and he hasn't like shared his art in a while, so it's cool to see some more. Yeah, and it's like cool because like now he probably has like more time to actually like do stuff like that. And um, I feel like you do that kind of stuff because he's clearly passionate about that, like, when you're, like, happier, maybe. So maybe that's, like, I don't know, maybe I'm reaching, but, like, I feel like maybe that's, like, uh, showing that he's, like, happier just because, like, he, like, he feels more inspired to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Connecting with fans that are artists, too. Yeah, and also he's, like, definitely been tweeting a lot more, which I feel like is a good sign, which I'm happy about. Um, Very should start doing that again. I know. God. Um, But this morning he, like, sent a good morning tweet, and I thought that was just so cute. Uh Um, uh, okay, my other one was from the band Weedus, who is the band who originally sang Teenage Dirtbag, which Wendy did a cover of a couple years back, and the, uh, fan had, um, mentioned Weedus and said, um, you hear Louis and Harry's voices together in a new song, scratchy and smooth, right? Amazing. And then Weedus, yeah, and then Weedus said, um, like, red, a red hot curry served on cool porcelain. I thought that was, like, the coolest, like, metaphor. Ew, I yeah, love that. I know. I thought that was like perfect. Like, um, their voices like really do. They'll just complement each other so well. Harry and Louis. Yeah. Who's the scratchy and who's the smooth though? Scratchy's Louis. That's what I thought too. Yeah, and then I was like thinking like how now it's just four of them. So like I feel like uh-huh. there's two more like scratchy tones, um, which I love. Like I love that like raspy tone. Um, Nile and, and Louis. Nile and Louis, and then like more smooth, just like you know, like a river, and then fire, you know. Uh huh. So River with like Liam and um, Harry, who more of a smooth tone. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. So I think it's like that's really cool. I think it's like a cool like balance. It's like now two and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. so then our week. Mine is just to follow uh, Matt Bellasai on Twitter, who's at Matt Bellasai, uh, and we'll link that. Um, he's just like a really big fan of One Direction and a big fan of Harry Styles and he will like sometimes tweet with Harry's older sister Gemma. Yeah, they're um, friends. It's just really funny to watch his reactions to news that have happened and stuff, especially like with the new single coming out and just anything that happens in the fandom, he's like on top of it. He's just like one of the funniest people like in general. Like I would follow him even if he wasn't a One Direction yeah, fan. Yeah. But seriously. the fact that he is like it just makes it so perfect cuz like it's really hard to like not really hard to find cuz like One Direction's fandom's like hilarious. But it's just, like, really great when you find, like, someone who's, like, funny and a One Direction fan. <laughs> yeah. And he works for, um... BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Yeah, and I think we've talked about him on past episodes, but... Yeah, yeah probably. Definitely follow him on Twitter. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my recommendation is this video, which I will link, which was on ESPN.com, um, which is, like, a sports network. And, um, it's this video of this Rutgers, um, which is a college in the U.S., um, Rutgers football quarterback, I think, who's talking about his love for One Direction, and it is literally my favorite thing in the entire world, because he is completely, like, unapologetic about it, just completely unabashedly mm-hmm. loving One Direction, and, like, he's calling out his roommate for, because he, like, um, the quarterback, like, plays 
um, One Direction, like, in his room, and he's, like, calling his roommate, his roommate like, by name and saying, you're a One Direction <laughs> fan, either get in or get out, and, like, don't deny it. Like, this is not what the fandom needs. Like, you guys have to watch this video. And also, he talks, like, to each of the boys, in, like, um, specifically, and, like, talks about, like, what he likes about them. And, like, you know he's, like, actually a true, like, a real fan. It's not, like, just one of those, like, one-off things where people, like, might, like, pretend to, like, One Direction for, like, whatever reason. Um, it was just, I like, need this guy's Twitter. Like, I want to follow him. Um, I need this guy to, like, be my friend and, like, go to parties with me and, like, play One Direction and <laughs> talk about One Direction just, like, in a corner somewhere. I feel like me and this guy could get along really well. Yeah, it was a really cute video. So yeah, like watch it. Yeah, it made me so happy when people just like and like he was getting interviewed like on TV or like whatever this was. Um, like, like he was just like you know he just didn't <laughs> care. He just loved them. I was oh man. Okay, yeah, go watch it. There needs to be more guy one direction fans for sure. Yeah. If you look at this, like guys would like it. They gave it a chance. I don't know. Yeah, I remember like my friend. Um, she went to college with these like couple guys who like played hockey and like these big like. I hate the word beefy, but, like, big, like, muscly guys, but, like, you would never think would be, like, a One Direction fan, um, but they, they both were, like, and oh, one so of them, cool. like, they, like, literally sung it in the shower, and, like, um, and I think, like, one of his, he bought, like, tickets for, like, one of them bought tickets for, like, his little sister, and I think it was either because she got, like, bullied for liking them, so he, like, took her, or, like, he just wanted, like, someone to, like, take, so he took his little <laughs> sister, I don't even know if she liked them or not, but it was oh, one of the two. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so for just um, question of the week now, we sort of mentioned it earlier. Um, where were you when Drag Me Down was released? Because um, that was like a shocking moment. I think a lot of people were asleep, uh, and then they woke up and were like, "Oh my god, you fall asleep in the One Direction fandom, and look what happens." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's so, so funny when people were like, "You can never sleep in this fandom because it's it's so dang true." <laughs> Yeah, for real. Especially because, like, things happen all around the world and there's time zones. I know. Oh, my God. Like, you know. Um, And then we want general feedback. Obviously, this episode is so important and we want your feedback on Drive Me Down in general and, like, things you want to hear, any other questions you have for us about the single or your opinions on the single. Um, And then just, like, anything we've discussed today you want us to discuss in the future. Um, Other songs you want us to analyze. I know... We have a Steal My Girl um, versus um, Girl Almighty uh, comparison coming up on a future episode. Like, are there other songs you want us to analyze? Um, Definitely let us know in the future what to do. Yeah. Um, So thank you so much for listening to episode seven of Talk Direction. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website, talkdirection.tumblr.com, or follow us individually on Twitter. My Twitter is Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? Kara uh, underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And I just want to say thanks for everyone who's followed us, because it makes me just feel more um, able to talk about One Direction on Twitter, and that's just, like, always a good thing, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and definitely follow us on Twitter, because we know we have followers on Tumblr that don't follow us on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I think Twitter is such a easy way to reach out to the fans, and that's where we post, like, questions of the week and all that stuff, um, so yeah. we, so, like, definitely for, like, updated news and, yeah. like, reactions to things that are happening in the fandom, go follow us on yeah. Twitter. and it's also, that, like, um, like, so much easier to talk to people. Like, um, sometimes, like, on Tumblr, uh, 
they like won't have an ask box like open or anything so we can't like message people um but it's like really fun to like interact with people on twitter yeah because we we always tweet back um, yeah because we love getting your tweets at us so yeah definitely um definitely tweet us and then you can also rate and review us on iTunes um, and then subscribe as well on iTunes. Those ratings and reviews help so much. And everyone, thank you so much for leaving those so far. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, subscribe so you can get the new episode every week as soon as it comes out rather than having to wait for it to appear um, on iTunes. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you for listening. See you next time for episode eight. Bye. Bye. Bye.